0: This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 31st of January. All right, Justin. Tesla CEO, Elon Musk, he said the company's going to prioritize the development of a robot that's meant to perform tasks that currently can only be done by humans. Mm. No, thanks. Brett, the Aussie government is going to inject $1 billion into the Great Barrier Reef and a big wad of the cash will be used to improve water quality. Nice. (laughs) Three transparent stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Shares in Australia's very own Atlassian went up by 10% late last week and it was all thanks to a big, big, big jump in second quarter revenue. Do the Aussies ever disappoint, B-Man? What is the story? So Atlassian is the biggest of Australia's soft success stories, to say the least. Yeah, they launched 20 years ago, financed by $10,000 on a credit card, and now they're a $100 billion company. Started from the bottom, and now, Justin, (laughs) they are well and truly here. They are. They've gone from strength to strength since the beginning, and the three months to December last year were no different. In fact, Atlassian posted second quarter revenue of US $689 million. (laughs) That's up 37% on the same quarter in the previous year. Now, kudos must go to the strength of their cloud platform, (laughs) Justin. But B-Man, now Atlassian has issued guidance that says they're expecting revenue to increase by about 50% this financial year. Wow. 50%. Huge, Justin. So what's the key learning here? Company guidance is an informal report that a public company gives to shareholders. And generally, it estimates the earnings the company expects to achieve in an upcoming time period. It could be the next quarter. Could be the next year. In other words, it's the company's best guess to shareholders as to how it's going to perform. And this guidance is then used by investors to adjust their expectations of the company's share price. It's kind of the equivalent of your own expectation versus reality. (laughs) You know, Justin, you try a new dish at your local Japanese joint, so your expectations aren't high. But when it's better than your go-to dish, you're even more excited than normal. (laughs) It's kind of the same with the guidance. It's fair to say Atlassian's 2022 guidance had a lot of good news, so we're not surprised that Atlassian's share price jumped. Mm -hmm. For our second story, Mattel, the toy legends, have always (laughs) had our hearts, but now they've won the rights to sell Disney princess and Frozen dolls from their arch nemesis Hasbro. A battle for the ages. No (laughs) doubt about it. What's happening here? Alright, so Mattel launched back in 1945 in LA and they've gone on to become the world's second largest toy maker by revenue. Yes, that'd be right behind the Lego group. And Brett, Mattel are the masterminds behind OJ Barbie. Well, of course, you can't forget equestrian Barbie. Software engineer Barbie. My favourite, Summer Olympics Barbie. (laughs) And up until 2016, (laughs) they were also making all your fave Disney princesses. We're talking Belle, Ariel, the Queens of Fantasy. But sadly, in that year, they also lost the rights to Hasbro, which is Mattel's biggest rival. And when Mattel lost the Disney line, they also lost a whopping, get this, US $440 million (laughs) in revenue. But now, Mattel has won the rights back from Hasbro. It's back. Which means they can start redeveloping the Disney Princess dolls. So, what's the key learning here? Intellectual property, or IP, can often be a company's most valuable asset. And for established companies, the IP becomes most valuable when you start to commercialise it. For tech companies, this may be the algorithms that they've built. AKA trade secrets. For Disney, it owns character rights to all its famous characters. In other words, the copyrights. As well as the distribution rights, the merchandising rights. And by having all of these protections, it means that Disney can licence out its characters to other production companies for a juicy, juicy, hefty, hefty fee. (laughs) So Brett, Hasbro gets to keep its hands on Indiana Jones and Star Wars. But Mattel gets the rights to Frozen's Elsa and all the other popular Disney princesses. I think we know who won that battle. Yeah. For our third and final story, Apple has reported record quarterly revenue and you guessed it, it's due to its old trusty power, the iPhone, <laughs> and specifically, strong sales of the new iPhone 13. Always coming out on the top, aren't they, B-Man? Yeah. What is the story? So, we know many industries around the world have been facing a big, big, big problem. We'd be talking the old supply chain crisis. Your local woolies and coals have run out of meat. Your furniture delivery is taking months. Where is all the timber? And, <laughs> and how what am- about the ad blue. It's a cray cray time and for the tech industry it's obviously no different. B-Man we know there have been factory shutdowns chip shortages shipping delays but oddly enough Jazzy Boy it's been relatively smooth sailing at Apple. But it's a simple equation at Apple. They reckon any chip shortages mostly affect their old stock and growing sales in other divisions made up for any losses they may have experienced. So of course investors like the sound of that Mm. and Apple share price shot up 5%. Interesting. So what's the key learning here? A company that is so large and so powerful can almost be an economy unto itself. (laughs) I.e. the Apple economy. (laughs) And Brett, given Apple's size, performing well in a quarter will often mean lots of other hardware companies who supply components to Apple also do well. Think about it, Justin. Components of an iPhone come from a whole range of suppliers. For instance, there's a battery. There's a logic board. the screen. There's a camera. And most of these components come from different suppliers. So if demand for Apple products is up, you can bet your bottom dollar that Apple is demanding a whole lot of batteries from their suppliers. Uh Uh-huh. Flux family, there's only one way to start the week right it's got to be the flux daily newsletter we're talking memes quick summaries of the business news it's all there for you so head to flux.finance slash newsletter to check it out it's free and you'll read it in under three minutes thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow